Hey y'all, this is Lindsay, owner of Topsy Love. So of course it's been a minute since I did my podcast. I think every time I do a new episode, I say the same thing. Um, it's something that I haven't been consistent with, but I not intentionally just because a lot of the times when stuff happens, I just I don't know, be thinking about it in my head instead of putting it on here, but I keep thinking about it, so I'm like, let me go on here and do a podcast just to keep you guys updated on what's been going on. Um, so I can say that I am, uh, I'm happy with how things have been going. Uh, so currently, I still have both daycares, the infant toddler and the preschool program. And up until recently, I was fully staffed. Um, I thought I had a good team going, and then. Voila, I have another teacher that does not work out. All right, so since I've opened these daycares, I can say that keeping them staffed have been, has been one of the hardest things I've had to figure out uh, for a number of reasons. Like, if I'm being honest, I can say that uh, it was hard for me to separate business from personal. Um, and when I say that, I mean just having, you know, personal conversations with the teachers, them looking at me like, oh, she's cool. You know, I don't have to do take this serious. But in reality, like I'm very serious about my business. So we cool until you start messing up my business and then we not cool no more. And, you know, I've, I've become aware of keeping things separate, you know, like not becoming I would say friends with the people that I hire, even though sometimes it's just unavoidable. Like I do have, you know, one girl on my team, uh, Melina, and I mean, we have a good relationship. Like I would consider her, you know, a friend that I talk to. And it's been like that with her. Like she's been with me for over a year. So it's been like that with her. Like I don't plan on changing that just because it went wrong with other people. But moving forward, when I hire people, I am very conscious of not having those personal conversations just so that there's a thin line between, you know, me being their employer versus me being their friend or someone that they can talk to. Now, I will say, okay, so the situation that's going on now, uh, I had a young lady who I hired when I first opened my first location. And for a few different reasons, it didn't work out. And it was a conversation that we had. Like, it didn't end on bad terms or anything. Um, but I can just say that she had a lot of stuff going on in her personal life that uh, was interfering with her being, you know, a teacher in the program. So long story short, she reached out to me not too long ago and said she wanted to get back in childcare and asked me if I, you know, had a position open. And at the time, I didn't. But... I wanted to see how much I've grown as an employer. Uh, and, you know, it was kind of like a test for myself because I knew my reasons for letting her go before. And if I was to bring her back, you know, especially after going through some of the teachers that I've been through, like I, I was pretty sure I would appreciate her. Because uh, a lot of stuff she did wasn't intentional. You know, it was just not knowing how to cut off her personal life from work. And so, anyway, I ended up creating a program just for her so that, you know, she could have a job and bring, you know, her skills and her talents to my program. 
All right, so let's fast forward. Uh, it ended up going pretty good. You know, like she came in, like she's good at what she does. I will give her that. Like she knows uh, her lesson plans. She knows how to control her classroom. She knows how to manage her classroom. She knows how to have conversations with the parents, um, all of that good stuff. Like she was good at what she did. Her problem was coming to work. Now, coming to work has been a consistent issue between a lot of the teachers across the board. One of the main reasons is being sick. So working in the daycare, working with kids, you're exposed to all types of viruses and germs. So if you don't have a strong immune system, if you don't take care of yourself, then you're going to get sick. It's almost unavoidable. So that was one of the things. So it's kind of like, okay, if you have, I know when I first started working in childcare, I used to get, uh, I was sick and I never used to get sick. But when I first started my daycare, I would get sick so often for like long periods of time. Like my immune system had to build its immunity against all the germs from the kids. So when I hire new teachers, the same thing happens. So in a lot of cases, I try to be understanding just because I've seen teachers like try to come into work. You can look in their eyes and see that they're not feeling good. And, you know, at that point, it's like, at least you tried to come into work. But, you know, I'll send them home and fill in for them or whatever the case may be. Now, I know that with me being at my daycares, all the time, I have a different relationship with the people that I employ. Um, I see a lot more of what's going on as opposed to a person who opens a business, hires somebody to run it, and doesn't see the ins and outs of the business. So with that being said, you know, I see, you know, I know who's sick. I know who's not sick. I see why people, when people call off, um, I don't have a bunch of employees to where if somebody calls off, I can have somebody else fill their shift for a number of reasons. The number one reason is so that I can pay uh, the teachers that I do have a nice salary. So I try not to overstaff, but with me not overstaffing, I put myself in a position to where I have to fill in. So it got to the point to where, you know, I was filling in, but after not being in the classroom for like a month or two, I was getting a lot of stuff done on the back end. So me having to come into the classroom would throw me off. So I'm like, okay, like, let's figure this out. And, you know, yeah, life happens. But this one teacher in particular, uh, she was having car situations. And it was just a bunch of stuff that, yes, it was a part of life happening. But at the same time, if you take your job serious you're going to figure it out, especially in 2022 when all you have to do is call an Uber or a Lyft and, you know, get to wherever it is you're trying to go. Like a car shouldn't be a reason why you can't get to work. But I also know that, you know, I look at someone a certain type of way when they don't come to work. <laughs> like, and I'm going to be honest, like coming to work is one thing that I am consistent about. Like, it's one thing that's made me, you know, a step above, you know, other daycares. Even when I was employed by a company, like, I made sure I came to work. And it's just something that I take serious. So when other people don't take it serious, like, it is kind of like a slap in the face to me because not only did I hire this teacher, but she's the one who asked me for a job. So how can you ask me for a job and I hire you and create a program so that you can have your own 
group of kids and then you're not taking serious by not showing up to work. So, you know, I felt some type of way. But, you know, I also realized that it was a problem that was happening repeatedly. Like, it wasn't just her. Like, literally, the day that she called off, I had another teacher call off. Like, it was just becoming a thing. So I said, okay, bet. So I spoke to, you know, my business partner and ended up com- he ended up coming up with a um, an attendance policy. So this way, there's no guessing. There's no, oh, what if? I don't have to worry about if a person is telling the truth or lying about not coming to work. It is what it is. But this teacher felt some type of way that I created this policy or that this policy was created <clears throat> due to her not coming to work. And yeah, it looked like that, but again, it was something that had been happening continuously between teachers across the board. And I realized, like, you know, I would love for me to have a laid back attitude when it comes to running my business in the sense that I hire people and I expect them to come to work and they, you know, they come to work and do their job, which would eliminate me having to track attendance and give points and fire people and all of that other stuff. But the reality of the situation is it's human nature to take advantage of what is in front of you. And if you know that there's not an attendance policy in place and you know that your employer, the owner of this business that you work for is going to cover for you. And you know, you see them covering for other people. Like why wouldn't you call off when you don't want to come to work or if something happens. So it was just something that I needed everybody to take serious. Like I don't pay BS, you know, like they get paid a lot more than a lot of the daycares around me and they have a smaller group. So, you know, my preschool teacher, whereas other preschools would give her, you know, 20 something kids, she literally has 10 kids and that's the most she will have because my goal for the program is for the teachers to actually spend time with the kids that they have as opposed to just piling kids into a program just to have, you know, just to make money off of it. So it's important that, you know, people come to work because I'm paying these salaries due to not overstaffing. And the only way that I cannot overstaff is if the people that I hire are reliable and do what they're supposed to do. So this one particular teacher, she ended up putting in her two weeks and she wrote me a long letter just pretty much stating that she felt like I was I wasn't understanding about her car situation and throughout it all, she still tried to make it to work and et cetera, et cetera. And which is fine. Like, I didn't agree with the letter at all because, number one, like, in her first week, she was calling off due to her car situation. Her first couple of weeks, she called off, I think, a number of three times. And then to call off, you know, 20 minutes before your shift, like, things like that. It's like, what other job would allow you to do something like that? Like every job that I've ever worked and I've ever known someone to work, you have a 90 day probational period where you can't call off at all. You call off. That's it. You're fired. They see that you don't take the job serious. And ultimately, that's what it looks like, because it's just too many other solutions to problems, especially in this day and age. So, you know, and I, I got her letter and I took it for what it was. So today we ended up having, mind you, this was like last week. She put in her two weeks. So today we had a conversation about it and she told me that she felt like I took it personal with her not coming to work that day. Now, mind you, she didn't call off to work. She told me she was coming in and ended up 
prolonging a situation to where she could have just told me from the start that she wasn't coming in. So instead of me trying to rearrange my day, I'm thinking that she's still going to make it in where she didn't come in at all. So I had to come in last minute and she left a teacher there by herself, which, you know, luckily she was still in, in, uh, in, licensing, in licensing ratio. But at the same time, like that's such an inconvenience that a teacher has to change her entire lesson plans to accommodate for another teacher who didn't show up so she was just saying that she felt like i took it personal and i told her straight up i said i did take it personal you like why wouldn't i take it personal like you asked me for a job i changed my program and created a group of kids so that you don't have to be an assistant to another teacher and then you don't take it serious because you don't show up for work i don't know what other way to take that and I do see the faults in taking it personal. Like, yes, it should be business. Yes, conduct business, you know, professionally at all times. And mind you, like, I, I wasn't mean to her. I wasn't rude to her or anything like that. But I guess she just wasn't getting as much from me as she wanted, which is why I explained to her also. That's why I don't deal with that part. That's why now I have a business partner who deals with the back end stuff of everything. So I don't have to wonder if a person is lying about why they're calling off of work or whatever the case may be, everything is black and white. There's no gray areas. And, you know, and I just explained, you know, a lot of things to her, but it kind of just made me reflect on, like, my progression in having this business and how much I've learned and how much I've come and how much I have to continue learning in order to reach the level that I want to get to. I don't want anybody to be able to, say I took something personal, even if I did, you know? And it's hard for me not to take stuff personal when it comes to the daycare because I've done everything. Like, I built it, you know what I'm saying? So now it's like I'm depending on other people to continue what I've been doing. But even with that, like, I've hired people who took the daycare, took the name, and, like, turned it to shit. You know what I'm saying? And I had to build that back up. So it's like, I keep putting my heart into this business. I take it personal, like when someone doesn't come to work or, you know what I'm saying? Like when situations like that arise and I'm trying to figure out like how not to take it personal or even if, I don't know if it's right that I take it personal or if it's wrong, but it's how I feel. And, you know, I just, I leave it at that, you know? I've learned to not carry my emotions on my shoulders and I've learned to, you know, I've learned how to mask that. So, you know, a lot of people are not going to really be able to tell something's bothering me, but a person who feels guilty about something that they did will notice the change, if that makes sense. So that was like, you know, it was just something like, I'm not going to say it bothers me because I honestly am okay with how I handled the situation. Um, I'm, I'm really okay with it. Like, I feel like I handled it the right way for how I felt. Now, given the situation again, I probably would make a, I would make it harder for a person to see that it even bothered me or, I mean, I honestly don't know. Like, is it bad that a person knows that I care about my business? I don't think so. But I don't want to be unprofessional or to be, you know, anything like that but I don't know like I said like I do take it personal so I don't even think I want to hide that like yes I care about my business like yes I feel like you should come to work if that's what you're you know what I'm paying you to do like do your job 
I don't know, maybe it could be just the difference in like work ethics. Like, I think that's a big thing across the board. A lot of people these days, especially young people, don't have work ethics. And it's something like that's something that I had even when I was younger. Like, I always made sure to put my best effort and put my best foot forward. But, you know, overall, back to, you know, an update, like, other than that, like, I am really, really happy about how everything's moving along. Uh, I'm happy with my preschool program. My infant and toddler program is coming together the way that I wanted to. And now my preschool prep program, uh, I actually added a new lady to the team. She starts Monday, and I believe she'll be a good fit to the team also. I don't know. It's just like it's a lot different from most daycares because I'm really big on teamwork. And I see a lot of daycares, it's like, you know, every man for themselves. But I don't agree with that. Like, when you work with a group of kids like that, you need people to help you sometimes. Like, everybody needs help at some point or can use help. You know, even if you don't need it, it could be a weight off your shoulders if someone steps in and just gives you a hand. And I just think that that's important to carry throughout the program no matter what. Um, But, yeah, like, I really do want to keep this going like I really do want to tell you guys like how things are going with the daycares like it's a lot of stuff that I go through that I need to talk about that I need to express like uh, you know not just with myself or not just with you know my business partner but just let people know who are in this field or who want to open up their own daycares like the stuff that we go through because I swear I thought that all the stuff that I go through, I was the only person. But I've been doing, like, um, networking conferences. And during some of them, they talk about the different issues that they face working in childcare or owning a daycare or childcare business. And I see that, like, it's across the board. Like, I felt so much better knowing that I'm not the only one having these issues because once you go through so much, you feel like it's you doing something wrong. But... It's not always, and not to say, like, it's always something that can be worked on, that can be fixed, but it's not necessarily something being done wrong. It could be something, you know, that you need to change in your hiring procedure or, you know, in how you, uh, how you uh, explain policies and procedures to your staff. It could be anything. And it's like, that's the stuff that I'm learning now. <laughs> and I really feel like I'm getting to the point to where, everything's starting to flow a lot smoother. Like, even with this uh, this last uh, teacher who put in her two weeks, it was like teaming up with somebody to help assist with the hiring process made it go so much smoother, so much smoother. And I, it's like, yeah, like right now I'm on my way home and I had to close, so I'm, I didn't leave out of there until 6 o'clock, which hasn't happened in a very long time. <laughs> But at the same time, it's like, I'm only doing this for, you know, a couple of days until Monday when the new teacher starts. So that's like a big relief. And then I'll be able to go back to focusing on, you know, everything else. Like I want to keep doing this podcast daily and just keep you, you know, keep you guys updated or not even keep you guys. I don't even know who's listening to this. It's just to keep me focused and to get out my feelings and you know, express how I feel about situations like you guys or I don't even know if I have an audience yet, but 
if I ever get an audience to these podcasts, like, just sharing my story behind it, because it's not as glamorous as people think it may be. Like, my best friend went uh, out of town, out the country for her birthday this past weekend, and she planned it months ago, and she asked me that I want to go. And it's like, it's hard for me to commit to something that far in advance because I don't know what's going on with my business, especially with how inconsistent the business has been when it comes to staffing. I was scared to put a, give, to make a commitment that big, you know, like, okay, what if I can't leave on a Friday or what if I need to be back on Monday morning to open? Like that stuff would have never happened. It just so happened that was a situation from when she went out of town for her birthday this past weekend. Like, I had to close on Friday and Monday morning, you know, I had to be there. So it's just, it's not as glamorous. It's not, oh, I'm I'm my own boss. I can do what I want. I can take trips. Like, yeah, you can, but it's just a matter. To me, how I look at it is how serious you take your business and what level you want it to get to. Like, I'm not at the level where I want to be on vacation because I still have policies that I have to get in place to make sure that the people who I hire know exactly what's expected from them. So let's be like, you know, honest, like I'm not going to Jamaica and pulling out my laptop and working on Top to Love. Like if I go to Jamaica, I'm chilling. Like I don't want to think about work. So it's kind of counterproductive to make yourself go on vacation to think about work when you could just be here working until you get to the point to where you go on vacation. And, you know, everybody has their own little two cents on how you look at it, but I don't know. I'm not trying to escape my life. Like, I'm trying to figure my life out. So, you know, like, what's enjoyable for me is me reaching new milestones and showing myself that I've grown just based off of how I handle situations with employees, with teachers, with parents, you know? And that that is what, you know, challenging me, and that's what pushes me, and that's what makes me happy because I'm really proud of where I'm at now and it's not it's not done I'm not done you know like I still want to open up more locations I still want to get this night care started I still want to get Saturday started I still want to get the venue started so much that I still want to do and I yeah, I'm just not there yet to where a vacation is important to me like right now like building this foundation is important to me you know if two years like I'll be able to sit back and be like man like I really did it you know like I really can sit back now and all my systems are running the way that they should be running you know and then I can really focus on calligraphy or something else crazy that I like to do but I just wanted to hop on here and get myself back into the groove of things like really start taking this part of my brand serious and yeah, like I'll be on here. I know I say every time, like, all right, I'm gonna start doing it consistently again. But you know, I'll be on here for sure, like doing my podcast in the mornings on my way to work. Hopefully, I don't have to do these late evenings no more. But even if I do, like, I'm ready for it. So until next time, I'll talk to you guys later.